Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. We're trying to track down Margarita Quinones Pena. I don't know, did any of you guys see this article in the paper? She's a dreamer. So she came here. I would say, I think she said the year was 1993. Her dad was already in the Chicago area. Her mom came across the border pregnant with two small children. And everyone in her family is now documented except for her. But she is what is called a dreamer. She is um, covered by the, the DACA Act that Obama put through. And she's written a book called Homecoming. And it's for all the other children who are arriving, holding their parents' hand, unaware of what this world holds for them. And I thought it was interesting because she has gone on to achieve some amazing things. So she is a recipient of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program that was created under under President Barack Obama. And it provided her with a work permit and protection from deportation. So forever, her mom was like, don't say anything. In fact, she kept it a secret. She didn't even tell her partner that she was undocumented. Andrew, do you have her? Okay, awesome. Margarita, hey, thank you so much for joining us for the show. How are you? Hi, doing well. Thank you so much. I was starting to tell a little of your story, not that I have it memorized, but after reading it, it just (laughs) touched my heart. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, in Chicago, we've seen 11,000 asylum seekers arrive over the past year, and you wrote this book, Homecoming, for those okay. kids who are coming across with, you know, with a parent. They're just holding their hand, unaware of what the world holds for them. That's right. And I, I think I caught the tail end of that, of, you know, not telling my partner at that time. And, you know, that's actually a, a, a very interesting story that, you know, it was my 21st birthday, actually, when I was with my partner at the time who did not know I was undocumented and we were doing the most innocent thing in the world, which was went to Jewel Osco to buy some dinner to make for each other for, for my birthday. And I got pulled over on that day and being pulled over as an undocumented person, I had to turn over to my partner and say, Hey, by the way, not only am I you know not from this country, but I also don't have an ID and I also don't have a, a driver's license. So you're going to have to just jump into this here. Um, and so that was the first time that I would ever, really recognize like, hey, man, this is something that I need to come out with. I need to really figure out, I need to figure out the story of how this happened and, and why there's no real steps or process yet. And so that was the beginning of me really realizing like, hey, something needs to be done about this. Something needs to change. And also I need to change and figure out where this came from, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you're now a software engineer. You graduated from the University of Illinois at Chicago. You teach yoga, which means you're very zen. And (laughs) I I just liked your story. And your mom was very nervous about you telling your story, wasn't she? Oh, my gosh, yes. So I actually wrote this book um, over two years ago, but and it was a Mother's Day gift. And she was the one that was like, please don't, you know, expose yourself. It's a lot of vulnerability. And, you know, even in the story itself, it repeats over and over, undocumented, undocumented. And although undocumented no longer means illegal, because I am thankfully, gratefully, legally here in this country now, it's still undocumented over and over that when you're face, you know, like not supposed to be here, kind of right. like the, 
not the, did a bad thing, even though I was, you know, three years old. And everyone else in your family is now documented, right? That's right, ma'am. Yeah, but so you, so no you can't, can you time. not leave the country? Like, you couldn't go back to Mexico and see distant family members? I cannot, no. Unfortunately, because I have uh, the Dreamer uh, DACA status, uh, that protects me while I'm in this country. Uh, but once I once and if I were to choose to leave this country, I'm no longer under that protection uh, for child arrivals. And so it's a very difficult thing, you know, once a year when family goes off to Mexico for, you know, holidays or festivities or, you know, most recently my grandfather passed away, actually. And um, everyone, you know, went to go say their goodbyes and just like those heartbreaking, heart-wrenching stories that you just can't be a part of. You just wish and, and you know, dream of uh, one day being there just. We're just not there yet. And so seeing these children, like you said, these migrants that are here now and the asylum seekers now, I just, it's become so hard to look away at this point. Like, I, I see yeah. myself in these chairs and I think all the time, like, what can I do now as an adult? Like you said, a software engineer, working my butt off, like, what can I do to really represent and also show them, like, that even if you never get citizenship, there is another path. There is so another you sat down and you home. read your story to him. You read Homecoming to him. And how did That's they react? Right. Oh, my gosh. It was the most <laughs> overwhelming feeling. I mean, hearing these children go, me too, me too, you know, or yeah. pointing at the PTA bus saying I was on that bus, too. And it's, it's, again, same thing, the heart-wrenching, but also you look around and you go, we needed this. Like, our community of undocumented children, we need this. We need to see ourselves in these books to talk about this in a positive light. You know, this is all for the better, right. you know, at, and- at the end of the day, it really the end of the story that I read in the newspaper, you said that you consider Little Village to be your forever home. That's right. That's right. You know, as a little kid and you come in and, you know, everything is foreign to you. Everyone's speaking foreign. Even, you know, the snow on the ground is foreign coming from Latin America. When you arrive at a community like Little Village, like Pilsen now, like Bridgeport, Logan Square at the time, where the signs are in Spanish or the people are welcoming and everyone just understands the struggle. And that's something that I will never forget. And I will continue to work hard to make these communities as strong as they always have been for me and, you know, giving it right back. Well, your community and your parents should be very proud of you. And I know that we obviously don't have a huge group of of people um, who might be have a status as undocumented listening to this radio show, but we have people who interact with them every day. And I think sharing your book would be a beautiful gift for people to give. So before I let you go, can you tell people where they can find Homecoming? Absolutely. Thank you for thank you for asking. It's actually Homecoming Shy is the name of our page. So homecomingshy.com. On there, you have the option of buying a book. You also have an option if you don't want to buy the book and just want to donate to the mutual aid funds option there to do that as well. Also an option to share your story, you know, um, not specific to Latin America. There's migrants from the Ukraine, Russia that we worked with a lot, Filipino. I mean, there's so many stories that I've had the honor of receiving through this website, just people sharing their version of their story coming here to the United States and just would really love if people continue to do that. That's also one way to give back is just sharing your story. Oh, that's wonderful. Homecomingshy.com. Thank you so much, Margarita, for sharing your story. Thank you again. I really appreciate the time. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.